0: In all of you. We stand in all of you. You are the King, you are the Lord, you are the mighty one. Blessed be your name, Father. We know that you will be kind to us tonight. We'll place our trust on your kindness. We'll place our trust on your mercy. No one can reveal you except you choose to reveal yourself. There is no expect. I will believe that by your Spirit there shall be a revelation Amen. of the Father and His Son. Amen. We trust your kindness because you have been kind several times and several days and several years in the past, and you are not going to change. Thank you for the privilege of family. Thank you for the blood of Jesus that has given us a new nation. A nation, a nation of the Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Can you please tell the person on your right and your left that it's privileged to be beside you? Praise God. Of course, you don't need spiritual eyes to know that Apostle Brandon is in the house. Amen. Praise God. Brandon, we're happy that you are here. Are we good? Can we thank the Pure Streams for helping? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Can you open your Bibles with me to Revelations chapter 19? Father, we thank you again. We just love you. We just trust you. We just believe in you. We'll give you the praise. Um, this morning, how was this morning for us? It was good. It was good. Um, please don't miss tomorrow morning for any reason at all. And please, you have to come early tomorrow morning, earlier than normal, because um however you have honored this gathering, you know, and I'm really grateful to everyone. I'm thankful to you. I heard you guys have really, you know, um, you know, comported yourself very rightly. You've at you've come early for the for the sessions, and that's fantastic. And that's the culture that God will have us to uh, inculcate. Um, but tomorrow morning, increase the honor with which you have given to this gathering because apostle answer madbuko. We'll be in the house and the Bible says we should give honor to whom honor is due. And one of the ways you do that is to make sure we attend early. So before the meeting starts, the room has to be full. Okay? Yes, sir. We'll pack the room so that we can receive from the man of God. Um, whenever something new is being born, there's always an interaction between the old and the new. That's a major sign that something new. Is being born. Are we together here? Yeah. And so, we don't take the connection for granted. Are you with me? We don't take it for granted. It's not because we are special. It's not because we are spectacular. It's because God is doing something, and He has counted us worthy to, to play a part. Not necessarily the play a part is not even accurate. He has counted us worthy to be to be on the road where He is passing. You know, and we just respect ourselves. You know, and so come early and receive. In the in the faith, there's something called receiving. Yes, eh? yes, in the kingdom, there's something called receiving. Just the way you can receive cash, physical, you can also receive something spiritual. It's if you don't know how to receive, you are going to be useless. We receive. I, I, um, impartation is not it's not fairy tale. Um, and nobody's where he is because he prayed well. Yeah, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot uh, aggregate what you will become on the basis of just your prayers. You cannot gather your prayers. If, it, if it's like that, it will be easy. We we'll all shut ourselves in the room and ask, how many hours do I need to be a great person? And they say, you need 55 hours. You just do two hours per day. And before six months, you're already the greatest man of God that ever existed. But it doesn't happen that way. Somebody has to give it to you. And then it's not giving, there is a, there is a posture that makes receiving possible. Carnality will do us no good. Are you together with me? Yes, to to walk in the kingdom only with what your intelligence can understand will do you no good. There are spiritual truths that we have to learn. Um, The apostle was writing in the book of third John, and he spoke about um, his children, and he said that it gives me great joy when I find out that my children are walking in truth. Meaning that in the faith, there is a truth that should determine your walk. Are you together with me? Good intention is not enough. Eh? And brilliance is not enough. (coughs) You have to find out, how do I walk? And when you find out how to walk, you will definitely see the prosperity of the kingdom at work in your life. Mm -hmm. Are we together here? Yes, sir. There is is a leveling the kingdom does. If you came in foolish, you are not disadvantaged because the one who came into the faith wise has no advantage because we all have to start from the scratch to learn the ways of God. Mm -hmm. Are we together here? The, The faith is a leveler. You don't have to be intelligent to progress. You just have to have a heart that submits to the truth of God's word, to the ways of God. And one of that truth is impartation. Are we together here? For example, in the world, if you want to know how to teach, they can take you to school on how to be a teacher. On how to teach, they will tell you, talk like this. In fact, they will tell you, they will teach you hand gesticulation. They say in public speaking, your hand should be like this. The left one will be like this. They will be teaching you gesticulation and say you have to do like this and all of that. But in the faith, you can be somebody who is a stammerer and one day you will be in a conference and something will fall from the man of God onto your life. And you will scream, I can teach. And from that day, you will start to teach. And you will be unable to teach people how to teach. They will say, how come you can teach? It's say, I collected teaching. Are my friends here? Yes, sir. So we have to know how to behave in the house of the Lord. We have to know how to behave when we are in the presence of the Lord. Why is this important? It is more important in these days because, uh, prophetically speaking, we have come into another, another beautiful uh, season as regards the manifestation of God's kingdom upon the face of the earth. There is a new. There is there are there are new uh, um, God. Wants to shine again and I'm shining with another generation, a new generation not because he has stopped to shine with the previous one, it's because what he did before, he can do greater and that is what we represent and that is what we are trying to posture ourselves perfectly so that we can be that people that the nations of the earth can can say the Lord is in their midst come on, say the Lord is in their midst (laughs) Now we don't have time because I'm sure the as the spirit takes us, the time will fly off. So let's just move straight into this the discourse, right? Yes, sir. Are we together here? Yes. Sir. But I want you to know that as we go into the discourse, that there will be grace poured forth.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. Uh, Amen. Are you together here? Yes. Sir. There will be grace what? poured forth. Listen, listen. If If you are not not longing to receive, your presence is a distraction. If you are not longing to receive, your presence is a distraction. Why? Because there is no relevance in your presence only if God fills you and you can be useful for your generation. There is nobody who has come that has shifted the atmosphere. How many of you, the meeting is great because you came? Either is it it you, that (laughs) None of us. We are not that spectacular. We we are all needy. Yes, sir. So, anytime you come to the house of the Lord and you don't take a needy posture, you are wrong. We are all needy. You understand? This is not project defense. (laughs) I am not the external supervisor. Mm. Lalu, are you? (laughs) You are the needy one. Or you are the external supervisor that came from (laughs) Uniben. Are my friends here? So let's jump to chapter verse 10. So that, or let's do nine. If I read the whole chapter, we will take more time. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. And he said unto me, write, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb, and he said unto me, these are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said to me, see that you do, you do not do that. I'm a, I, I am your fellow servant and of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. Huh? Yes, worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Let me rearrange that scripture. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Worship God. Hmm. So that statement is a complete curriculum. That's a full curriculum for the church. That if we do not understand and appreciate this curriculum, we will not amount to anything that is worthy. Because immediately this curriculum was set in place. The second thing we saw later was that we began to see him as a judge. Let's read the next verse. Now, I saw heaven opened. Now, the heaven must open after we have worshipped God and we have properly understood the testimony of Jesus, which is the spirit of prophecy, it will lead to a type of open heaven. And I saw heaven opened and behold a white horse, and he who sat on him was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. So if we are going to see him manifest as judge, and making war and taking out the enemies the princes and taking out all the powers that has limited the lives of men upon the face of the earth that we have to have an experience an understanding that is called worship God the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy so the testimony of Jesus cannot be otherwise than the spirit of prophecy now the challenge is that many times we are Talking about the testimony of Jesus, but when we analyze the testimony we are talking about, we find out that it is not contained in prophecy. That if it's going to be the testimony of Jesus, then it has to be the spirit of prophecy. Meaning, the testimony of Jesus we can't write it ourselves. The testimony of Jesus we can't we can't create it ourselves. The testimony of Jesus has been concluded before we came into the scene, So we need to go find out the prophecy and not just the prophecy, carry the spirit of that prophecy that we can see that testimony at work in our lives. Now, when we talk about the testimony of Jesus, we are talking about the manifestation of Jesus, the unveiling of Jesus, the revealing of Jesus, and that is only contained in the spirit of prophecy. Now, this is the work of the church. The work of the church is to, um, is to unveil Jesus. But we are not going to unveil him if the, 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 the curriculum from which we are describing him is faulty. Mm-hmm. For you to pass an exam, you have to find your curriculum. If you read another curriculum, you can't pass that exam. Yes. Are my friends here? Yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir.
0: Now it's explained to us that when we get the testimony right, we understand the prophecy. The only response that is possible is called worship God. Now the reason why we can do other things and worship other things is because we have misunderstood the prophecy. Now worship talks about the the, the allegiance of the hearts. The reason why the heart has no allegiance to God is because we there has been we have been cheated. The the the, the prophecy, you know, even, even the apostles told us about how we have a more sure word of prophecy. Are my friends here? Yes,
1: sir.
0: And so it says, I am your fellow servant and your brethren who have who have the testimony of Jesus. And so the the command he now gave John was to worship God. Why? Because he has the testimony. He says, I have the testimony. And so I have the authority to initiate worship. Am I pretty? here yeah. That not everybody have authority to release the people to the worship of God. Listen, you encounter some people, you worship money. You encounter some people, you worship fame. You encounter some people, you worship promotion. There are various things we worship based on the person that we encounter. But John encountered one person and that person said, I have that testimony. So I have the authority to release you and to impart you with, with a possibility called worship God. Now, if worship God was easy, if it was a normal thing, it would not have been one of the temptations. That was released on Jesus. Are we preaching here? You remember when the enemy came to him? I said, I'm going to give you all these things. Am I preaching here? He says, worship me. Bow to me. I will give him, I will give you all this." He opened his eyes and showed him the glories of the earth. I said, if you bow to me, then I will give you all these things. But what Jesus Christ say? It is written, we shall not worship any other God. Now, let me tell you, let me give you a question. What if the man of God you encounter, what he carries is not the testimony of Jesus? It means that what he carries will be what he means. Minister- Listen, let's read, it. let's read it for context. Go back. Go back, please, quickly. And Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, after he was, afterward he was hungry. And my friends here. Yes, sir. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if you are the son of God, command these stones become bread. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. All right. Then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, it is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the the world and their glory. And said to him, all these things I will give you if you will fall and what? Worship, worship me. Then he said to him, away with you, Satan. For it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God. And him only shall you serve. Am my friends here? Yes, sir. So that other great man of God who encountered John also told him, I have that testimony of Jesus. And because Jesus... Had the ability to tell Satan, I can only worship God. I have carried Jesus. Because of that, I also have the authority. Eh? Yes. Now, the church must rise, all of us must rise to a point where we command the people to worship yes, God. Sir. Now, until we are able to do that, we have not reason in authority. Yes, we ought to be able to command, to propel worship we ought to be able to propel the people and to compel by power. Are we here? By power. You see, but the only time you can do that is if you carry that testimony. And the only way you can carry that testimony is if you are fed from the prophecy. Are we preaching here? Now, you see, The greatest warfare happening over your life is not from your village. It's not from the witch. The greatest warfare happening over your life is the worship going on in your soul. Listen, there are devils, princes, that are interested with what your soul is focused on. (laughs) You see, some of you are doing fine. You are fresh in the flesh, (laughs) but you are lean in the soul. You are, you are fresh in the flesh. You see, your account is going higher and higher. But your soul is dying because your soul has found something else to worship. And it was because a different testimony was ruled out for you. Now, when the testimony is wrong, the response will be wrong. When the prophecy is wrong, the response will be wrong. Are we together here? Yes, sir. We have a little journey to go. This is just laying the foundations. Come and sit down here, man. Are my friends here? So, there is... There is a quest. There is a battle... Over every soul. And it's around worship. And it's not during service. It's not 30 minutes before the word. It's not that kind of worship. Oh... It's not that one. Abraham took his son, his only begotten son, and they asked him, where are you going to? He said, me and the lad go yonder to worship. That the only reason why I can take this boy and slay him is because I carried the testimony. Yeah. And the response is what is worship. You see, when Abraham took his son, that was an action that was contrary to what every human being we do. There is no human being on earth that we do that yes. except another spirit is at work.
2: Yes, yes,
0: sir. So when he said, "I and the Lord go yonder to worship," the reason he can do that is because he is well fed by the spirit of prophecy. Mm-hmm. How do I know? Hebrews now begin to tell us in Hebrews chapter eleven that he did not kill that child out of foolishness. Mm-hmm. He said he had received him back figuratively. Yeah. It means there was another spirit at work in him. Yes. Oh, my goodness. The word did not make sense naturally. Abraham had another existence. It made sense in another world. Now, there is another world, the spirit world, that carries its own logic. But you have to be fed by the spirit of it. The spirit of prophecy. Oh, my goodness. So, it made sense to Abraham. You don't understand the point. Hebrews told us that Abraham did not do it foolishly. Abraham did it with all the possible logic, but supernatural logic. Why? Because he carried another testimony. Why does he carry it? The spirit of prophecy. How do I know Jesus? But the point. Jesus said, "Your father Abraham desired to see my day. He saw it and he was glad. He rejoiced. So he was operating in prophecy. The testimony of Jesus are taking over him. That taking his only son was a very accurate decision. Because he was was replicating the shadow of what the father will do, the father could use him for what the father will do. Because years later, the father will also take his only begotten son. So, Abraham was no longer living for himself, he was living in the spirit of prophecy, the testimony of Jesus, and that's why he could worship God. Now, a lot of us. Are we still worshipping ourselves? Yes, sir. Are worshiping ourselves. The most important thing to you, and it is important to you. Your soul understands you. Your soul worships. You see, worship is not, you see, worship is who is first. It's not who is sang to. Wow. <laughs> it's not who you are singing to. It's who is first in your soul. Now that's worship. It's not who you sang to. It's not who you lift up your holy hands to. It's who is what? Who is first. Now, listen, we need God. We need an encounter with God that can bring us to that point where God is first. Now, until this happens to us, we're not going to see the judge. Until the church gets to the point where we have understood this in practice, we're not going to see him as what? As the judge. Somebody say the spirit of prophecy. The spirit of
1: prophecy.
0: What's the spirit of prophecy? Very simple. It's not complicated. By the spirit of prophecy, we are discussing about the heart of God, the mind of God, the purposes of God, both both in content and in wiring. The content of it is called prophecy. The wiring of it is the spirit of prophecy. Ooh, so that sometimes you don't even know what you are doing, but you are just obeying what is inside and it's accurate. Yes. Sometimes you cannot even clearly say, say why you are doing what you are doing. But it just feels right within. <laughs> listen, listen. The Holy Ghost does not carry a dot of your desires. In the Holy Ghost, there is no dot. When you... <laughs> It has no dots of your desire. Let me say it again in a different way that will annoy you more. The first one, they annoy you. The the, the Holy Ghost did not come for you.
1: It's
0: an assignment. It came for the Father. It came to help you align with the Father. There is nothing inherently good in you that the Holy Ghost met when he came. There is no good in you that he came to propel. Jesus said what he will come to do is that he will take off me and give to you. He will not take off you and give to me. So the hype on yourself is too much. Because sometimes when we're talking about the Antichrist, a lot of us are still expecting him in the future, whereas he's already at work in you. A lot of us are still looking at Germany and find out we'll be the next president that the Antichrist will come from there. A lot of us are still thinking about the Chaco that we used to write CCC's on your head. <laughs> but the Antichrist is just, it's just, it's just like anti-clockwise. This is how Christ is going. Let's turn them away from Christ. And the most powerful thing that will turn you away from Christ... It's not Satan, it's yourself. Yes, sir. Listen, 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 listen. Satan has more hope in what you can do than what he can do.
1: Yes. Yes, sir. Wow.
0: Satan believes in you more than he believes in himself. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> you are more potent. Yes. All he needs to do is to hype you. He needs you. You as uh, Satan is in need of you, he, you, he is useless without you. Yes. His plan cannot work until self rises within yes. you. Yes, now, if Satan could kill Eve, why didn't he just go and kill her? Why did he need a partnership? Yeah. Because w- the self in Eve was more powerful than all Satan had. All Satan was doing was to say, "Eve, rise. Yeah. Yeah. Eve, rise. You are wise." Yeah. Don't allow this God mess you up. You are more than this. Hey. And if so, that I'm more than this, Satan said, Thank God. If hey. I've seen it, wow. Wow. ask your neighbor, Are you more than this? Are <laughs> <laughs> my friends here? Ah. When self remains, your days in the kingdom are numbered. You will soon get out. Let me even make it simple. When self remains, your days in the church are numbered. Yeah. Why do people leave church itself? Self itself. One day you will come in, your HOD will say, why did you come late? Are you Okay. You need to say, are you okay? Why are you coming with? What kind of irresponsible act is this? Then you look at yourself and say, how will this person talk to this one? And then you remember all, your, all the degrees you have had. And I said, if not because we are, we are in church, talk- why would this one talk to me? Then you do as if you are humble. You say, I'm sorry, sir. Then the next week, she repeats the same. I say, I'm not going to take this nonsense. Then God help you. You have a pastor like me, you report. And the pastor says, I think you are irresponsible. then what do you do? And that's why you go to another church where self is not confronted. Mm-hmm. And that's why the, the, the growth model of our current churches in Lagos is a model where you don't interface with the people's yes. self. Yes. If you can organize a church where you are not interacting yes. with self, it will grow. It will grow. <laughs> it will grow. Don't talk to anybody. self. The, t- the, the service starts at 9 o'clock and it ends 9.35 and the people know that this pastor respects us. So we, In my church, we finish the time, they say, and then you just stand up and you go, and a new set of self-people will come, and then they can organize like 10 services for flesh. Yeah. Now, you will, in that kind of situation, a people will not rise that will compel the judge.
1: They
0: say, So what the spirit of prophecy will do is that he will begin to reveal the mind of God. Not your mind. I said it's not your mind. I said it's not your mind. Now it's not here to make you happy. Are you together with me? Listen, your, your, your happiness is not the focus of Jesus. Because a lot of times you are happy when you should be sorrowful. Sometimes everyone is wondering, why are you happy? They are not happy because at this point you should not be happy so your your happiness is, is is the holy spirit will have to create the necessary sorrow that can that can put you in proper place so that the kingdom can be manifest yes. it's not all happiness that is from God yes. are we together here yes. you understand that there was there was an innovation in the garden the cre- when they fell, they made clothes. Now, that clothes, they went to sew from fig leaves, right? It's clothes, but it was not meant to be clothes. It's meant to be glory. So the more clothes makes them happy, the more God is sad. Because originally the, glory was meant to, the clothing was meant to be glory. So improving garment, improving garment and praying for garment doesn't excite God. God is wondering, and I said when you read the New Testament, the apostle told us about how they groan in this body. Now, you are sorrowful that you have not got the new designer. Why others are groaning in this body? Until immortality will take out mortality. So sometimes the delay of provision is because there is a spirit that has not entered you. Yeah. It's not because clothes is bad, but there is something more you should want. Yes. Now, that thing you should want is, in, is one of the content of that spirit of prophecy. Oh, my goodness. Now, God has to recalibrate us again and take us to that place of accurate alignment so that we can walk with God and be in sync with God. Are my friends here? Yes,
1: sir.
0: Are my friends here? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So when we discuss the spirit of prophecy, we're talking about the mind of God, the heart of God, the purposes of God, the ways of God, the character of God, the nature of God. Are you with me? And when you dissect that, all of that will lead to the revelation of Jesus Christ or the testimony of Jesus Christ. And when that is installed in your soul, your soul has no other passion than to worship God. To worship God is to choose him. The soul has no passion. Now, this is how we are free from the world. Yes. That's how we get free from the world. And that's when we get authority to save the world. Now, a world that we want to be like, we cannot save. <laughs> you know, you can't be the savior of the world that impresses you. <laughs> the world that impresses you, you can't be the savior. For you to save a thing, you must, you must be in a superior place. <laughs> So the word that impresses you. And a lot of us, our theology, the the marks of our theology is around a God that can help us amass the world. And that's why we don't have that authority yet. But the times have changed. I said the times have changed. What God did in in the past, he can do again. Whatever we read in the Bible, God can, read, God can do it again. Yes. So, when we say the times have changed and the season have changed, we are wondering how, is it these people? We look, can we really change anything? The ones who changed it before don't look better than us. Yes. Listen, that somebody's name is written in the Bible does not mean he has more authority than you. Yes. <laughs> that they wrote somebody's name in the Bible does not mean he has. It's just because the time they were writing the Bible, those were the ones alive. Oh, you are not getting my point. You are not getting my point. <laughs> when they were writing the Bible, those if they are writing the Bible now, maybe what you will be reading is Apostle Branding wrote a letter. Or it's it's not like a special people. If it's a special people, then we don't have hope. Amen. It's not a special people. So when God is talking to you this way, don't think I can, I can we know you can. Yes. No special people have moved the face of the earth. It's the people God meets that God works with. Yes. And he has met you and he will walk with you. Amen. Yes. Are we together here? Yes, sir. So, the spirit of prophecy, when it begins to work in us, it begins to deliver us from the world. It's how God is how God separates us from the world. Yeah. It's God's tool of separation. Are we together here? Yes, sir. It begins to separate, It begins to draw you in. Are you together with me? It begins to prune you. After a while, your taste board changes. Am I pretty here? After a while, your taste board just changes. <laughs> it just changes. You just know, what excites the people don't excite you. <laughs> it's that spirit at work. You don't, know, you are not weird. It's not just exciting you. What is exciting the world does not excite you. Are we together here? It doesn't just excite you. The taste bud begins to change. Your passion begins to change. Your desires be- begin to change. Your focus begins to, to change. Your, par- your, your parameters of judgment, your instruments of judgment, begins to be adjusted. What you call what you call great begins to change. What you call awesome, what you call powerful, what you call destiny, what you call purpose, it begins to change. It just there's just an adjustment. Why? Because you have be- you are now beginning to find access into the mind of God. You are beginning to find access into the thoughts of God. Are you to get out of me? Eventually, your choices begin to change. You now begin to choose for God before you choose for yourself. Am I preaching here? Who do you choose for first, God. God? You now find out that your life is lived for another, and it's not lived for yourself. It's not lived for yourself. And then even your choices that looks like it's your choice, you find out it's not your choice. Are you together with me? It's no longer about just making money. You, you, every money will be tested. You will find out is this money is it giving me? Are you together with me? Because if money becomes the priority, you will do everything to get it. Am I, I don't know if I'm speaking here. Then you can easily say no to what's not from yes. God. You just say no. Why? Because it's not about you. Yes, are we together here? Yeah. Now, until we begin to teach from, to teach from the content of the prophecy, we're not going to raise God's people. We will not. We will not raise God's people. Now, you need to understand that the, the strength of God's people is not in their numbers. Even though God desires numbers. But the strength of God's people is in the, accu- the accuracy of their, of their gathering. The accuracy of their alignment. Which will cause there to be a release of authority. Oh my goodness. Authority. It says when two or three are gathered. But the gathering has to be in my name. Now that name is also the spirit of prophecy. We need to understand that name. The will of God. It says then I will be there in their midst. But if they are gathered, but if it's not in my name, I will not be there. Now, to be there is not to feel him. It's that his authority is in our midst. Are we preaching here? is yes, in our midst. Now, a church is now on the scene. Are you with me? That carries that authority. I said a church is on the scene that carries that authority. Huh? And it's not a futuristic thing. In fact, we have to be quick. Let me tell you something. For those who have been called to the fivefold, you have to be very quick now. Because God has ordained some level of release over the body of Christ now. We have to quickly seal the people in the truth of God's word. We now have to quickly, we have to to now teach strong. We now have to, we have to not care what the world thinks about the things we say. Yes, sir. We should not take our notes to the ways of the world and find out if it makes sense to them. Because the way we adjust our notes with the world, as if it makes sense, we're, we're, trying not to sound, we're trying not to sound foolish. We're trying to sound wise. Whereas we're operating in a wisdom that they don't have the ability to comprehend. It's not which brain is better. It's that one spirit is dead, another is alive. Now, whatever we are saying here, we need to say it on the mountaintop. Yes. Now, because they might say something different, but they cannot doubt the demons that deal with them in the night. Yes. Now, demons press them and trouble them. They have no answer to those kind of things. I said they have no answer to those kind of things. Yes. Now, we are free. Yes. I said we are free. We are free. Yes. Now, we have a joy that they cannot understand. Yes. Yes. Now, if we don't learn our ways... If we don't learn the ways of the the Lord, then we will carry their condition. Very soon you will find it easy to have the Holy Ghost and still have depression. Yes. You will have the Holy Ghost and depression will make sense to you. With the Holy Ghost. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Very soon you have a little headache, you say I'm depressed. A A little hardship, you say I'm traumatized. What have you done? you know how the church has been struggling to teach recently on, 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 uh, on, on um, the possible reasons why you should divorce. Pastors have been struggling to also say, and we are not saying people cannot divorce and then they are doing a lot of lectures. Now, If the thing is tough for you, you are better live, to be alive. It's better than to be. Now, what, that, what they are saying is not wrong, but look at the scripture. Where did you see where the apostle began to teach? On the possible reasons why you should die, it's not a teaching. I said it's not a teaching. Why are the pastors teaching it? Because they are trying to not look foolish. Because the people are harassing us and talking about how pastors are. So people too are trying to say, no, not that we say people cannot divorce. We say they cannot divorce. Yes,
1: sir. Yes,
0: sir. sir. I say we say they cannot (laughs) divorce. They now look for a worse situation. They mentioned they mentioned a, a one case. I use that one case to label everything. Do you know how many cases, how many homes that should have been destroyed? But because a man or a wife decided to stay on the ward yes. wow. and the story was reversed, and we have powerful homes. Yes. I will not do, I will not do any teaching on, on the case, on the reasons why you should divorce or the cases why I will not. I'm not going to do any teaching. teaching like that. But if you are in a sensible local assembly, when it's time to leave a stupid man, your pastor will tell you. Yeah. Yeah. I've told people to leave marriages before. Yes. I've told people to leave marriages before. Yeah. Yeah. I've told people to leave. And I've told, if this person does not, if you don't leave this person, don't ever come to this church again. So it's not like we don't know that there are some cases where there has to be a separation. But that's not our doctrine. No. Yes. It's not our doctrine. And we don't respond to their noise. Yes. Not our doctrine. We know that God hates divorce. That's what we And we see many cases that look impossible like it cannot work. But we know that with scripture it will work. Yes. You know how many times, many people who are enjoying their homes here have said they are not doing again. If one stupid pastor had told you, well, if you are about to lose your mind, why not just take a break? Why not just take a break? Why not just take a break? <laughs> <laughs> just take a break, take a break of, of what? Because you don't know the prophecy. What's the prophecy? When they were going to set up the institution, the only thing God had in mind is Christ and the church. Now, until you can divorce Christ and church, then there will be a doctrine for divorce. There will never be a time where Jesus will not have a church. Now, you know how crazy the church can be. That, that's the craziest bride in town. That's the craziest bride in town. <laughs> there's no bride it's the longest marriage <laughs> Jesus has been trying to consummate it he has not been able to consummate it he is <laughs> <laughs> the marriage is long as if it's repeating cycles sometimes a revival will break forth You will think they will, you will think the church from there we are all going to heaven <laughs> after four years people are back God will now take another 15 years, raise another prophet, another apostle. That one too will shake. He say, "Ah no, Jesus is coming in the next 10 years." <laughs> oh, I see here. It's a crazy bride, but Jesus is never going to give up. <laughs> He's not going to give up. He's going to present to the Father a bride without spots, without wrinkles. It's focused. Yes. It wouldn't matter how long that takes him. Until the bride is lost spot and blemish, he's not going to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, on this prophecy, you now say husbands, love your wife. As Christ loved the church. Now, if you understand that, it will be difficult to see divorce. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, you only divorce when you are not preaching the prophecy. What are you operating? Self. Self. Wow. 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 Glory be to God. Amen. So, we see here that the spirit of prophecy is a curriculum. <clears throat> the work it does is that it produces the testimony of Jesus. And the response of the people is what? The worship of God. Do we get our foundation? Yes, sir. All right, let's go to Numbers 11. Now, I want to bring that to all that I have said. I want to bring it into a more a more practical context, you know, that has to do with the kingdom of God being manifested upon the face of the earth and the processes by which that happens in line with the foundation that I have laid. Now we see a very powerful story in scripture here. And this story is such a, is such uh it is very very instructive and is very pivotal because it's a story that is that is usually quoted even it was quoted in the in the old in the new testament and in this story also is referenced in the psalms so it means that it's a story that is uh, it's an instructive material are we together friends the rebellion in the wilderness here it's an instructive material that we need to study. In Hebrews chapter 3, you find the story. We need to study this story so that we can deduce what the Lord wants us to learn from the story. If it was not important, it would not be repeated in the New Testament. It would not be referenced in the New Testament. And it would not be referenced in the Psalms. So it's an important story that needs to be understood. And the Bible says, and now when the people complained, it, depl- it displeased the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. For the Lord heard it, and his anger was aroused, so he so the fire of the Lord burned them and consumed some in the outskirts of the camp. Then the people cried out to Moses, and when Moses prayed to the Lord, the Lord was the fire was quenched. So he called the name of the place Tibera, because the fire of the Lord had burned among the people. Are we together, friends? Yes, sir. Now, the, the mixed multitude who were among them yielded to intense craving. Huh? What did they yield to? Yes. Intense craving. Don't, don't forget that one. The, the, the mixed multitude yielded to intense craving. Now, don't forget the book of Revelations we read. There are, there's a story of the servant of God who had encounter with John. And that one told him, I'm a fellow servant, my, my CV is that I carried the testimony of Jesus. And um, he, now, he now told John to worship God. And he told John that the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. Meaning that that was what taught him that, make, that made him to have that testimony. And then um, he became a type of minister just like John. Are we together here?
1: Yes,
0: now, all that, because I'm going to reference that. Now, the people yielded to, incre- to intense craving. So the children of, of Israel also wept again and said, who will give us meat to eat? So you see the scenario, man of God come, that there was an intense craving in their soul for themselves. You see self again. And that self began to determine their response. And they began to cry and say, who will, who will give us what meat to eat? All right. We remember, we remember, we remember fish, <laughs> which we ate freely. We, we remember fish. Kai, fish. We ate fish in Egypt. Now, why did they remember fish in this manner? They remember fish in this manner because they are now being led by intense craving, which has perverted their perception that Egypt now became not as bad as it was. Now, don't forget that Egypt was a land of slavery. And the reason why Moses was sent was because they cried for deliverance. And God heard the cry of Moses, of the children of Israel, and sent Moses. But an intense craving happened that they now began to remember fish. Now, of course, you cannot remember fish and remember Egypt in this manner and still worship God. Because don't forget the, the, the concept, the reason why they were to come out of Egypt in the first place, was to go and worship God. That was, that, was the, that was the mandate given to Moses. Let them go and worship me. Now you can see what's happening here. Intense craving was going to, had st- cut them off that calling to worship God. And then they began to now see Egypt with joy. They began to see Egypt, you see. Now they can't see Egypt with joy and see kingdom with joy. So there has been, are we here? Because some of you, what excites you is a bright future. The excitement of your soul is a bright future. It's not, it's not the establishment of God's kingdom in your soul or through you. When you have, when you have joy, what's exciting is bright future. Only. It's not necessarily the purposes of God, the calling of God over your life or what you, some of you are not passionate that thing has not entered inside you you are, I know you you're, you worship with your voice, but you have not yet worshipped God now there is absolutely no reason to have there's absolutely nothing wrong in having ambition. Are you with me? Yes, sir. The question is what is first because if God takes over your heart, he has ambitions to give to you. Ah, he has ambitions to give to you. He will give you, will give you ambition because he, he wants, he likes to see you manifest. Yeah, Are you together with yes, me? Sir. Now look at this. We remember the fish which we ate freely in Egypt. Kai, the concubas, the melons, the leeks, the onions. What about garlic? <laughs> But now our whole being is dried up. There is nothing at all. Except this man. Now, there is nobody in the world at that time that was eating food from heaven. <laughs>
1: this,
0: the, this supernatural thing God was doing for them has turned to this manner. You know God told me this yesterday he said that the reason why you think you are not blessed is because you are counting other people's blessings yes. Yes. The reason why you think you are not blessed is because what you are counting on other people's blessings. If you counted your own, you know you are blessed. Yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir.
0: If you count what God is doing for you, you know time you feel you are not blessed is because you counted somebody's own. Yes. you didn't count your own. There is nothing at all except this manna before our eyes. Now, the manna was like coriander seed and its color, like the color of dillium. The people went about and gathered it, ground it on millstones or beat it in the mortar, cooked it in pans and made cakes of it and it was like the taste of pastry prepared with oil. And when the dew on the camp, and when the dew fell on the camp, in the night, the manna fell on it. Then Moses heard the people weeping throughout their families. Everyone at the door of his tent. And the anger of the Lord was greatly aroused. Moses was displeased. Like the old camp, everybody was crying. Oh, we want food. We want meat. We want fish. Crying. We want organic. They were crying. And Moses said to the Lord, why have you afflicted your servant? Why have I not found favor in your side that you have laid the burden of all these people on me? Now, uh, wait. Now, when you look at the tears of the people in the natural, you, you cannot believe that people can cry this much. And it is illegitimate. Because to cry is one of the expressions of our deepest sincere emotion. Yeah. Am I pretty here? Yeah. Yeah. But you see, when you stand where Moses is standing, Moses is ashamed of this cry. Yeah. Because this cry is not a proof of legitimate need, it's a sign that they have left the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. You see, because sometimes the prayer you are asking God for yeah. and all the emotion you are putting into it, you think it's legitimate, but the reason it means so much to you is because you are away from the Lord. Whew. That if you, were, if, you were, if you were better positioned with the Lord, you will find out there's no crisis. So sometimes what you declare crisis is actually a crisis in relationship with God. It's not crisis. Because there's somebody else going through the same thing. Who doesn't feel what you feel? Yes. Because the issue was not fish. The issue was intense craving. That was what the, the, the way, the Bible says they yielded to intense craving. Are my friends here? Yes,
1: sir.
0: Why have you afflicted your servant and why have I not found favor in your sight, That you have laid the burden of all these people on me. Did I conceive all these people? Did I beget them? That you should say to me, carry them in your bosom. As a guardian carries a nursing child to the land which you swore to their fathers. Now, Moses began to read the content of the prophecy. As wired in him, which had become his own focus. Whereas the people's focus was themselves. Moses' focus was the prophecy. Am I preaching here? And that's why because he carried the prophecy, he could, he could manage the crisis of life. Your inability to manage the crisis of life is because you are not carrying the, the prophecy has enough strength yes. to take you through tough times. Yes. You, should, you should carry something tougher than tough times. Yes. Now, if anybody told you you will not go through tough time, the person is telling a lie. Yes, but there's a prophecy. There is a testimony that helps you put tough time in its finest place until Jesus is glorified. Why is this man blind? Did he? Did he see? Did his parents sin? Jesus, who is in the prophecy. Needed to blame nobody. He said it's for the glory. Because that's the content of prophecy. Prophecy helps you to interpret crisis. You know what I sense in my spirit? That a new grace is coming upon you. Yes. Now, when I pray for you, I'm not just speaking positive things. I'm saying there is a download of grace that is resting upon your soul. Yes. The Lord is giving you might and strength. Yes. Now, you are no more ordinary. They are not ordinary. The people coming out of this room are not ordinary people. I said they are not ordinary people. Now, because you have come tonight, forget it's not the end of the preaching. I'm just praying for you, so don't think I've (laughs) ended my preaching. Your life has shifted. I said your life has shifted. We cannot go through fire yes. and it will not burn you yes. and Jesus will appear. Yes. I tell you the truth. You are no more ordinary. You are no more ordinary because another spirit is enveloping you now. Another spirit is taking over you. You see, you are, oh my goodness, you are free from the terror of this world. The enemy has lost his ability to terrorize you. You can no longer be threatened anymore. Can I hear a shout of no more? more. So we see here a man who carries the prophecy. Hmm? And uh, he did not just carry the prophecy in a generic way. He carried the prophecy in a particular way. What's the particular way? My my calling is to carry them in my bosom as a guardian carries a nursing child to the land which you swore to their father. So, anytime Moses sees himself, he sees himself as a mother. And Israel is in his belly. Oh, my goodness. And that's a serious exchange. Now, people don't see themselves naturally like that. All of us see ourselves for ourselves and for your immediate family. Moses sees himself as what? As a mother. And Israel is his children. The Bible says they were all baptized into Moses. He created the umbrella for all of them to be baptized in. What a man. I said, What a man. To the land which you swore to their fathers. Where am I to get meat to give to all these people? For they weep all over, saying, Give us meat, and we may, that we may eat. I am not able to bear all these people alone. Because the burden is too heavy for me. If you treat me like this, please. Keep me here now. (laughs) Now, I don't know if you want to threaten Moses with death. Because death is part of his prayer point. (laughs) I hope you are saying things here. There are some people they have passed. They are engaging some kind of burdens that... If you kill themselves... It's, it might be a fever. <laughs> it's another level. They say God, long life and prosper. Some might say God, short life. Short life. <laughs> <laughs> Body has not hit you. You still have a life you want to enjoy. Say Lord, long life. most say Lord, short life. Short life. <laughs> Are we here? Yes, sir. If I have found favor in your sight, and do not let me see my wretchedness. So the Lord said to Moses, gather to me 70 men. Of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be elders of the people and officers over them. Bring them to the tabernacle of meeting that they may stand with you. Then I will come down and talk with you there. I will take of the spirit that is support. Now we need to, we are going to another level now. You need to be with me. Will take of the spirit that is upon you. Now, don't forget the man we read in the book of the two men, the fellow servant and John. That one said that I have that testimony, and I imparted the worship of God into the heart of John. Are you with me? Every time when God wants to do a thing upon the face of the earth, He will pluck one man, and then He will it will rot the curriculum in the man. And then put the spirit of that curriculum on that man. So, you see, not all men are the same. Yeah. Not all men. Some God will speed the work that he wants to do in a generation. He will speed it up in them. Now, listen to me. This is an important part of this teaching, please. Because sometimes we are very careless with men. And um, we allow men to just go scot-free. Where well, what they carries for us. You see, some people, what they carry is not a product of growth, it's a product of calling. It's, it's a, not just that, it's a product of what God wants to do in the nations. He has to first rot in one. So a man sent from God is not necessarily a fantastic preacher. Preaching is the second level of what he carries. The first thing he carries is that work. God will do the work in him and then place this. Spirit on him. Now that spirit is the spirit of the Lord. Are we are we here? Are we here? You see, when when God was going to do do, do a work with John the Baptist, the spirit that was put on him is the spirit of Elijah. Are you together with me? And that's why the passion and the manner of the man is wilderness. Are you together with me? He can he doesn't like he doesn't like people. Elijah doesn't like people. Elijah doesn't like people. Elijah doesn't want to be great. uh, John doesn't like people. John doesn't like people. Why are differently? Uh, Now, it's not his choice, it's what he carries. And it has been worked in him. Now, what I'm saying is so important because we now have to mature in how we see people. That. There's not everything God will give to you in devotion. Morning devotion does not carry all the portions that are necessary for your alignment that God has made, that God has ordained for a time and a season. No, 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 devotion is not enough. Sometimes, all the times, he will lead you to one who carries a dispensation. Now, Paul, in his own time, says that he carries that apostleship to the Gentiles. He says, and Peter carries it. Are you together? Now, there were many apostles. Are you with me, friends? There are many apostles to the to the Jews. But the way Peter carries it is different. Now, it's not different because he's greater. It's different because of the trust of it. And the strength of it. Now, Peter became the arrowhead. For the progress of the Jews. In the things of God. Now, others had the functions that they were doing. But the very weight of it was hinged on Peter mm. that's so when you check Peter's growth and development it is because there is a people that must collect from Peter mm. it's because there is a way of God that Peter must exemplify are we preaching here yes, sir. so Peter is sped up in his development there is there is congealed work of the spirit. Upon Peter, Peter is Peter doesn't think like everybody. Everybody's trying to get something done, running Elter Skelter. Peter will be different, why? Because he's led by another spirit. Are you with me? And the reason is because he has been delivered from himself and he has now been introduced into purpose. Are we here now? I'm bringing you to the practicality of the foundations that I've led. I will come now and talk with you there. I will take of the spirit upon that is upon you, I will put it. I will put the same upon them. And now they shall bear the body. So only one person was bearing the body. Moses at that time. Are you together with me? So the body cannot be explained. It can only be transferred. Yeah. That There is a type of fellowship. That God will cause for the transfer of bodies. Can I preach here? Yes, sir. So, now, we see, I don't know if we can talk here. Now, we see disorder in the camp. Serious disorder. Serious misalignment. Serious, the people had gone away from the Lord. And the first, the solution God saw was not to first provide meat. It was to provide the government that will not make that thing happen again. You see, because what cost it was lack of government. And the reason there was lack of government was that the burden was not shared. Only one person carried it. The people could not be discipled properly because one person carried it. Then God said, to solve this before I give them meat. They, they are in a place. That's why they are designing meat, the way they are designing it. I need to upgrade the people. If God is going to upgrade the people, he has to gather a 70 that he can transfer the body. So it means that the next time this will happen, at least there will be 70 people that won't join the crowd. They will be able to say what Moses said. Why? Because the spirit of Moses has now come upon them. Are we together here? Can I talk here? Can I talk to you here? That's so, When you see we are going in now. When you see a move of God, and you see a move and the manifestation of the kingdom of God many times is domiciled in the one but that one God now ordains a quorum, a fellowship that thing has to be shared. Now until we get that 70 we can't get the people. Wow. The, the, the 70 oh my goodness I don't know if I can Now, Moses was the first that was gotten. Then God now told Moses, give me a tithe of all the people. Look at all the families and get their leader. So that, prophetically speaking, we have gotten them. Because we have gotten a token from every family. Are you with me? Get elders. Now, these elders was not necessarily, and I don't know, Oh my goodness. Pastor Brandon, these elders was not necessarily people who were ordained to be elders. What made them elders was their sense of responsibility. They didn't carry the spirit, but they carried responsibility. So you see, that when God is about to share that thing, he's not going to share it on the basis of who carries a gift or who doesn't carry a gift. He shares it on the basis of those who carry responsibility without the anointing. They are not anointed, but they are responsible. And all of that responsibility, God is watching it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Now, before we add Apostle Barnabas, we first had a Barnabas, who was a son of consolation. He didn't start as an apostle from the first day. He just start, he started as somebody who sold land to take care of the apostles and to help. But after a while, responsibility shifted him wow. to share of that heaven's inheritance. Now, Some of you think you don't have a calling, but you have you have now before the oil came upon david responsibility was upon him yes. you will notice how he was responsible for his family to the point where it was time to have fun they didn't they didn't call him because he was doing the work it was a feast when samuel came it was a feast to anoint the, 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 the prophets came to anoint they didn't call david but that was the person god called because god doesn't call those who love to have fun He loves loves to call those who like to do the work. Because if you don't do the work when the anointing comes upon you, it will destroy you. Because you will be lost in the opulence of what the anointing will give. Fall lovers can't carry it. Because that thing is so powerful. If you are a fall lover, it will destroy you. Because it has the ability to bring all the fun you need in this world. Four lovers? Lovers of authority can't carry it. Those who love to lord it over people, they can't. Because when nothing comes upon you, it's extra power. And that's why the one who got the greatest anointing is regarded as the meekest upon the face of the earth. Yeah. God was comfortable to put that anointing on the weak man, on the meek man, because meekness will not cause him to be destroyed. What of the anointed Jesus Christ? For I am meek and lowly. That's the anointed one. So, so the anointing. Is always going towards the direction of meekness. He's in search for meekness. Meekness attracts him because he is meek. So so those who are willing to do the job everybody doesn't want to do, the job that doesn't look anointed, who just take the responsibility, you don't know, you think you are just taking responsibility. One that was going to anoint someone sometime, I was going to anoint some people, and the person I wanted to... Anoint was not available, but he was gifted. And I said, Lord, I need to anoint this person. The other person around him, I said, God, that one he does not look anointed. He just likes to do mini jobs. That one is not anointed. And one that was in my wardrobe, and God said, I do not know the kind of people I choose. He says, that one, go and anoint. Even me, I missed it, because sometimes we think the anointing that you have to look anointed to carry the anointing. It's the anointing that turns you yes, to another man. when you see people already turning themselves to another man. Hmm. When the anointing comes upon them, they will cause trouble. (laughs) See, friends, see. The anointing is a real thing. (laughs) Don't let anybody play with you. The anointing is a real tangible thing. All of you are here because of anointing. The reason you are here, you are here, you have been sitting here for close to two hours. Some of you have been here since four o'clock. It's not normal. Your lecturer cannot keep you like this without you being angry inside. It cannot what I'm doing, your lecturer cannot do it. If, he, if your lecturer mistakenly says, "He that wants to go, let him go." Yeah. It will not <laughs> 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 It will not be anyone there It will not meet anyone there. Do you know what it takes? It's the anointing. Now this anointing doesn't only work in the context of Churchill. Mm-hmm. It works everywhere. You can carry an anointing for a business. Yeah. You can carry it. And sometimes people have an assumption that to do business, all you need is business acumen. No. Sometimes you need to carry it from God. And then you can now start the new. You can you can initiate the new meaning of business acumen, because it's what has worked that people turn to principle. If you if you create a new path that works, it will turn to a principle. The principles you are learning in books is because somebody did something. There are books that are saying the opposite things as principles. Two billionaires will say do it this. One billionaire will say do it this way. Another billionaire will say do it another way. And they are saying they, they are saying opposite things. Even in healing, I've read too many healing books. They want to finish me. I don't know how will I not heal. One said, You are the one healing. I like, don't ask God to heal, just say, You are healed. You say, Heal. He says, You shall heal. Another one said, Who are you? <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Who are you? You cannot heal anyone. It's Jesus that heal?" Just say, Jesus healed this man. And Jesus, we are not it, but both of them are healing. <laughs> of them are I said, okay, you should leave me alone. I will find my own way of living. <laughs> you can get something from God that turns to a principle, yes, sir. It turns to a part.
1: Yes,
0: are my friends here? Yeah. Yes, so the solution to that disorder was government. Not just answer their prayers. Set up a government. And the way we set up this government is to transfer this burden. So it comes on an apostle. On a prophet. And then that prophet has a company. God helps him to create a prophetic company. Or an apostolic company. That begins to carry. Now this is how it will be. This is how it has always been in scripture. Any other way. You are just trying to sound the brilliant. Or intelligent. Or. You see, the ways of God don't have to make sense. It doesn't have to make sense to you, if you. but it makes sense. This is the ways of God. He says, get 70. I will take of your spirit. I'll put on them. Then they can now begin to, 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 you know, carry these burden and begin to create a pathway for God's people. And my friends here? Yes. I will take of the spirit that is upon you. I'll put the same upon them and they shall bear the burden of the people with you that you may not... Bear it yourself alone. Then you shall say to the people, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow, and, and you shall eat meat. For you have wept in the hearing of the Lord, saying, who will give us meat to eat? For it is well with us, it was well with us in Egypt. Okay, therefore the Lord will give you meat and you shall eat. So God will answer their prayer, but he's not happy with them. Are we together here? You shall eat not one day, not two days, not five days, not ten days, (laughs) not twenty days, but for a whole month until it comes out of your noses (laughs) and becomes loathsome to you because you have despised the Lord who is among you and have wept before him saying, why did we ever come up out of Egypt? So God says, I'm going to bless you guys so much with meat that you will have meat so much that it, it will irritate you. Listen to this. Listen to this. You will have meat to the point where it will what? It will irritate you. Are my friends here? You see, because you thought all you needed was meat, but you will so have it and you'll find out that that's not all you need. Yeah. And many times that is a circle we go in as a church or as a people. We think we need something. We think we need this. We lay that emphasis. The other time, Many years ago, we said we don't want to be a 12 o'clock Christian. That we want to be a 6 o'clock Christian. We want to heavily focus and stay earthly relevant. And we kept screaming those kind of things. And then the motivational speakers came, and then they were a rave. i mean, I remember when motivational speaking was a rave. It, it was a rave. Great, powerful, oratory uh, men who are gifted in oratory. They spoke and spoke and spoke and spoke and spoke for about 15 years. Now, the most insulted set of people now are the motivational speakers. <laughs> Any small thing you hear? No, they motivate me. No.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, this joke we make around motivational speakers 20 years ago, motivational speaking was the message. Yeah. Have you forgotten? Yeah. What's the name of those conferences? Uh, elevate, uh, Accelerate.
1: <laughs>
0: it, <laughs> it was the rave. And I say before, you are content contents in a container, going somewhere to contain. And then we were just saying many things. <laughs> it said, aspire to respire, refire. <laughs> and there was no conference that you will have lineup of motivational speakers. In fact, churches were built on it. Yes. To today, when you check the framework of a lot of our churches, it's the wine skin from that place. A lot of our arrangements. The way our ushers are arranged, the way our this thing, dress the way you want to be addressed, and you know, all those things. Yeah. But now we are angry about it. Because we have ate it and ate it and ate it. And the Lord has said, can you see that it's coming out of your nose? Now, now it irritates us. Nobody has the has pride anymore to write it. Isaiah. Even all the modulators because I've edited it from their from their names. They don't even call themselves life coach again. They have gone fully now into into the business world and set up NGOs and all of that. They have left our church for us now because. But it was the derived, because why we wanted to be relevant. That was that was the desire, and God says, "Is that the burden?" That was not the body, But there was something else we wanted. And God says, I will give it to you. And oh boy, the church grew on it. Friends, the church grew, it it grew us. But we grew and we wanted to use that growth for something. That growth could do nothing. Mm -hmm. We we grew, but we were weak. Mm -hmm. And now, it's coming out of our mouth. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Because you have despised the Lord who is among you, and you have wept before him saying, why did we ever come up out of what? Out of Egypt. And Moses said, the people whom I am among are 600,000 men on foot. Yet you have said I will give them meat that they may eat for the whole month. Shall flocks and herds be slaughtered for them to provide enough for them? Or shall all the fish of the sea be gathered together for them? To provide enough for them. The Lord said to Moses, as the Lord's arm... There's something about those who carry the burden. The arm of the Lord will work with them. And will do the impossible. Friends, listen to this. The days of the impossible, they have come back. We are going to begin to see what only the Lord's arm can do. Now, it's not the future, it's now. I'm telling you, it's now. I'm talking about next week. I'm talking about tomorrow. Listen, 2023 is the year of the church. It's our year. It's our year. It's our year. It's our year. Yeah, it's our year. It's our year. But we now have to learn his ways and conclude that that's how we'll do it. It's our year. 2023 is our year. We're going to see the arm of God. The Lord is going to brag about us. Friends, I said the Lord will brag about us. So are you. Let me begin to wrap up quickly. And so, the Lord will always raise an apostle, raise a prophet. download. Um, curriculum inside him, put that spirit upon him. He he, 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 he demonstrates and expresses the testimony. And then God will use him to set up a company. Now the company will carry of his spirit. I said the company will carry of his spirit. Now this has happened consistently in in the Bible and it has happened in recent times. When you see churches with faith, 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 it was because there was a kinetic Uh, he carried it. And there were 70 that were around him. The compound was part of them. That's what I'm talking about. They were part of him. And from that place, they changed the world. They changed the world. You look at Archbishop Ida Hossa, That's one of those who God walked in and put his spirit upon him. Now, if, if Ida Hossa is in your generation and you think... That his one is your colleague. It's not your colleague. No, we're not Not everybody's colleague. Some people, the sovereign will and the sovereign choice of God has picked them. It's not because they did anything better than anybody. But they are the ones God chose to pick before they were born. Are you together with me? And then God will use them to raise a company. And that company will be like the foxes of Samson. That will wreck havoc to the kingdom of darkness and raise the generations. Yes. Oh, I'm pumped in my spirit because I see the generation clearly. Friends, I see it clearly. I, sh- I don't just see it with my eyes. I see it with my life. My whole life, my whole being sees it. What I preach, I see it with my life. Well, all the dots of blood inside me sees it. I see it. I cannot but see it. I cannot but live for it. I cannot but speak it. I cannot but scream it. I cannot but adjust to it. It, 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 it conforms me. It messes me up. I see it. And it's not in the future. It's here. It's now. It's now. It's a, what I'm preaching is an ongoing process, an ongoing reality. Oh, Rabika, there is a visitation of heaven already in the house. There is, there is an outpour of the Spirit already going on in the house. Hold on for like two minutes, you can. Respond to it a little, but I will release you by the grace of God very soon to respond. Oh, my goodness. Can you press something for me, please? Oh, my goodness. Father, we thank you. There is none like you. There is none beside you, Jesus. You are the doer of these things, Lord. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Ay, 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 ay. Ella Baga Maradia Sica Marade Marade. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Do it again, Lord. Oh Jesus. We are your people, Father. Ah, Dele Bessia Kabaradi Kabas. Shell Desaniya Baradisa. Radis una ikabaladina sikabalades Oh Jesus Oh Jesus Oh Jesus Aladina masi akada bashakado Dile debo sienak tia sikaradiasha Montorobo, Sikaraba, Shada All shadows
2: i in the city. Okay. Oh,
1: Peter. City. The blind race, the dead.
0: And you join yourself to what the Lord is doing, what the Lord is saying, and say, Father, I'm part of what you're doing, I'm part of what you're saying. I'm a carrier of your testimony. Can you begin to decree and prophesy over your life and say, I carry your spirit. I'm in alignment with your will and your purpose. I do not leave off track your plans for this generation. Ale Jesus' name I pray. Have your seat. How many of us believe that God is doing something with us? You believe that? Yes, sir. Are you telling the truth? Yes, sir. How many of us believe that the Holy Spirit is very particular about your life? And that there is, a, there is a bigger narrative that the Spirit is, is bringing you to beyond your personal survivals and all of those kind of stuff. A lot is still going to, in the next few minutes we have, there are some of you who need a major encounter. I think God might give you that tonight or maybe another night, but I don't know. But such, we're such a very important, important um, point. Praise God. And so we see from what we've been looking at that Moses began to talk about how all of that will happen and the Lord says that his hand is not shut. And God said that his word will come to pass. That's in chapter, in verse 23. Praise God. Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord, and um, gathered the people and sent them about. Praise God! I don't want to tell you I'm running off soon because I don't want that to be our focus. I just want us to follow the Spirit. That's how sometimes we kill meetings. Do you understand? Let's respect the Lord. There's the time I'm going to stop before the time finishes, but that's not the point. And the Lord came down in a cloud and spake unto him and, the, and took of the spirit that was upon him and gave it unto the 70 elders. Praise God. And it came to pass that when the spirit rested upon them, they prophesied and did not cease. Now the other people did not prophesy. The other people began to, you know, um, about three of you, Maybe more than three. But I see three of you who I perceive the Lord will visit in some minutes now. And um, just receive it. Just open your heart and receive whatever the Lord is doing. He's visiting all of us. But for some of you, it might be more overwhelming. And that's okay. And um, they began to prophesy, which is what a change of tongue. It was, the, it was a disconnection of their tongue. From lost. And then um, the tongue was now aligned with the spirit of prophecy. It means that the things they began to speak was not from what we read in the previous verse about those who yielded to to cravings. Now they are now yielding to the spirit. You get the point now. So you see what the what that spirit did to them. It, it changed them. And you also are being changed right now. As you are communicating, you are being linked to another reality, so that you can now prophesy. What's the opposite of prophesying, complaining? You can now understand why God hates complaining in scripture. Because complaining is a reminder that you have been cut off. When you have not been cut off, you prophesy. You prophesy in the dark days. You prophesy in the night. You have the ability to call forth light even out of darkness. That the power of darkness is not because it's powerful. It's because you lack prophecy. You have been disconnected. Are we together here? And the prophesied also, they never did so again. Let's read. But two men, this is my point now, but two men had remained in the camp. Are you with me, friends? Two men had remained in the camp. In the twenty-five, we read, it says they prophesied and did not cease. 25. Give me the new old KJV. The spirit rested upon them. They prophesied what did not cease. What does that mean? They lost their ability to be carnal. Are we together with me? Now, but that's not even my point. My point here is that, and the Lord, but there remained two of them, two of the men in the camp. The name of one is Edad, Eldad. The name of the other is Medad. I would have gone into the names, but no need. If I'm going to the names, I just want you to know I'm deep. <laughs> you understand Maybe I will. But that might spoil the whole message. You understand? So let's just leave the names. So let's just go. I would have shown you some mysteries <laughs> in the name. But we can do that and the Lord will slap us. So let's just respect this atmosphere. The spirit rested upon them and they were of them that were written. But, not, not, but went out not unto the tabernacle. And then they prophesied in the camp. So they were meant to be with the 70 but they were not there they were in the camp but somehow they began to prophesy in the camp now that was very indicative that somehow the releasing of the spirit upon the 70 had created a possibility for the old camp are we together here so usually when we can gather that 70 we are assured of the nations can I talk here when, when we gather the 70, we can gather the people. Now, the challenge many times is that we are so in love with the people that we we build we, 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 we build and then we what's the word? We jump the 70 to go and get the crowd. Now, when you jump the 70 to get the crowd, the crowd cannot carry the spirit that way. Yeah. What we now begin to do is that whenever we jump the 70, we'll now begin to give the camp the camp determines the meal. Mm -hmm. Now, the camp is not meant to determine the meal. The meal is meant to be a spill-off of revival. Mm -hmm. So, what the world should see in the church is not necessarily our passion. You know, we say we have our passion for, we have passion for souls. Mm -hmm. But many times, what we call passion for souls is passion for crowd. Mm -hmm. See, because you cannot have passion for souls without passion for Jesus. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So, if if the passion of Jesus is intact, the soul's... must must look like him. Mm. There is nothing interesting about a crowd of people that don't look like him. Are we together here? Now, the way we can achieve that is that we are not afraid to build with what he has given us. Now, the challenge with many people is that they are afraid to build what they are giving them because they think if I build with what I'm giving, I will get only 70. I won't get the people. But you see, the most important thing, in the most important person in this mix is the Lord and the accuracy of his spirit. The accuracy of, his, of the message, the Lord himself. is more important than the numbers. And so every number that doesn't look like him is not his number. Are we together with me, friends? You see, so we ought to be able to confidently, what God put in you is what he wants to use you for. God is not using you for numbers. He's using you for what you carry. It's what you carry that must multiply, not the people. So, so, so don't try and multiply the people. Many times we multiply the people. You find out many pastors, eventually, the people don't know what he knows. And the people can't do what he does. So he trains, he grooms the people with, with a spiritual material that is less of what he grew on. Because he knows that if he grows them with what he grew on, he will lose the people. But he loves the people more than he loves transfer. The focus should be to transfer what we are given. Not to gather the numbers. But when you transfer, when what you have been given has been transferred accurately to the right amount of people, it will spill to the camp. Now when the camp now begins to come in, they will come in and align with the order that is Mm. on
1: ground.
0: Are we together here? Now, this is how we have to build in this time. We have to build strong. The people must not determine the meal. You find out that there was a meal the people were craving for, but the first thing God did was to initiate a government and a system first. It's more important than the meal. So we are not here to meet the needs of the people. We are here to make sure that we transfer the spirit. Are my friends here? Yes,
1: sir.
0: And the prophesied in the camp. Let's read what happens here. And there ran a young man and told Moses and said, Elder that made that do prophesy in the camp, and Joshua the son of Nun, the son of Moses, one of his young men, answered and said, My Lord Moses, forbid them! Forbid them! And Moses said unto him, Envious thou for my sake? (laughs) Are you envious on my behalf? Now, this is very instructive. First, the people who told, listen to this, the people who told Moses to go and forbid them are the people Moses gave of his spirit. It's Moses' own? But you see, they didn't want the thing to leave their circle. <laughs> I hate to get help me. That Moses now, Now, Moses didn't say, are you envying them? If Moses had said, are you envying them? Moses would have been hyping them. I will explain. Because for them to envy them, it must mean that what they have is their own. One more is saying, what you have is not even your own, it's still my own. So, don't envy them for my sake. There's a lot in that, oh. you yes. know. Brandon, there's a lot too. Oh. It means that all of us must know for whose sake we yes. carry what we carry you.
1: Oh.
0: Yes. I don't know how to say this one, Brandon. I don't have to say it. Because God is building a powerful, a strong house that must understand the order of the spirit. Yes. You will be a fool if you say, what I got, I got from God. You have to know where you got what you got because you got it from somewhere. Yes. There are are people who represent what you carry. Yes, sir. A lot of you is two people, three people that you know, all that you carry. That's where it came from. Yes. Now, if you don't maintain that understanding, you are cut off. Yes. Now, the challenge when it comes upon you, many times when that anointing comes upon you, you have the challenge of forgetting where you got it from. Yes. I'm telling you the truth. You have an assumption that you have been so anointed from your mother's womb. I will show you. That was the next temptation after this chapter. Come on. That when this thing comes upon us, God wants us to maintain humility. Yes. Because sometimes it will be so bright that it might be brighter than from where you yes. got it from. You might even shine brighter than yes. where you got it from. Yes. But it's not your own. Yes. I said it's not your own. Yes. I was speaking to the choir. I said whatever we are doing now, God can take it away in one, yes. in one moment. You better humble yourself. You got it from somewhere. What I have, I didn't get it through fasting and prayer. There are people who have fasted more that can't do what we are doing. Because it's not fasting and prayer. Yes, it's ordination, one. Yes. But that ordination, God, God routed it true men. Yes. It's men. Yes. Now this is how an apostolic house for Now, anytime you miss this knowledge, the Antichrist is working. You see, the Antichrist keeps wanting you to think you are independent. The Antichrist wants you to feel you are awesome. He wants to celebrate you. Hey. Do you know what I'm teaching now? I've never heard it from anybody before. Hey. This thing working upon me. I don't think there's anybody God has given this anointing to. I'm the first man God laid this upon. Yeah. Some of you, you might be, you might be pastoring in a church and your light is shining. I say, Kai. This thing, you know, you can you can be so blessed in a church that you think you are doing the pastor favor.
1: Yeah,
0: you can be so blessed. You can just, ah, let me go to church early. Who will take? Who will do this? <laughs> if I'm not there, nobody will. Nobody will do it. Friends, listen. Without that thing that they place upon you, you are useless. Yes. It's a placement. It, it, can, it can, and it is not even sitting well at any given time. <laughs> 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 I can remove it. They can remove and place it. He says his bishop Rick, Let another man take. Hey. It means that the thing is with God. Yes. Whenever you find relevance, it's because they put it there. And they can collect it. Yes. All of us have to maintain humility. Yes. Listen, the humility that God has called us to is, is serious humility. Yes, we joke with it. This ground is a serious ground. This kingdom ground is a serious ground. It's a delicate ground. You need to understand that we functions. Envious that for my sake, will God that all the Lord's people, so God believes that all his people can be what? Prophets. Don't forget where we started from. The testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy. He says everybody. So we are going to have a type of revival that anybody you pick in random represents the same thing, yes, says the same thing, have the same ability. It's not because you are a pastor. It's just because you have the stock. Of that spirit. Are we together here? Yes, sir. You know, there was a time in church in, in, in Nigeria that Christian is holy. If you are just a Christian, the people know you are holy. I, I don't know if you are with me. The people know you are holy. In the SU revival, if you are in this country, if you are a Christian, everybody knows you are holy. In the office, they will even be saying something. Say, ah, Pastor Neil is a pastor. In this country, now it's not like that to the Apostle. You might be a Christian and say, Ah, that yet Help us read. Come and help us do this. Uh, do, do, you, you know how to talk. Come and help us. <laughs> yeah. They can even invite you into corruption. It was not like that before. There was a strong spirit at one time. It was strong. Those days, if you sin, you will sit at the back. Yeah. If you commit sin, yeah. Yeah. you will sit at the back. Yes, a suspension. Everybody who has their entry, they know, okay. <laughs> There's a place for sinners. They will watch you. You have prepared them very well. They will invite you to judge the congregation. You will sit at the back. You won't be angry. if You can't, you can't be angry and leave. You, because as you are leaving, you are leaving to hell. There's no other church that wants to. It was that strong. Corporations, when they want to fill sensitive roles in the nation, they will look for Christians to fill those. Even Muslims will look for. Christians. Because the guy cannot steal. Now that's how strong it was. It means that everybody in the crowd was holy. Because he was a holiness revival. That was what was upon those men those days. And he spilled. Are you together with me? God has not called us to carry a crowd that don't look like the Lord. No. And the spirit will be poured. And Moses and that the Lord will put his spirit upon them. But don't forget, it starts with Moses, the 70, and the old camp. All right, let's read. Now, let's go to 12 as I begin to wrap wrap up. I have just five more minutes, and God has been good to us. Can we give him praise? Can we give him (laughs) praise? Has he not been good to us? What a kind God. What a kind God. What a kind God. Somebody say, What a kind God. So good good to us. So after the Lord did all of these wonders and and the whole crowd, the possibility of the crowd being prophets, you know, was seen. You know, we saw this also in Jesus' time. After he gathered the 12, there was a day the 12 saw some people. Who we're doing what Jesus does, and they went to meet Jesus and said, Let's let's rebuild, let's forbid them. It means that what Jesus was doing, he's spilling. Huh? Yeah. If you can build strong, it will spill. Yeah, it will spill. Sir. It will spill to the nations, it will spill to the city, it will spill to the world, it will yes. spill. But many times we are focused on it spilling. No, focus on that building. Then Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. You see that? So you can see here that Miriam and Aaron began to perceive themselves to be, uh, what do you call it? Contemporaries. And you will see, that's this. you see, it was not the issue, it's the spirit. Read it. So they said, as the Lord indeed spoke only through Moses. Why? The spirit has entered the whole, everybody. uh, What Moses preached last week was the same thing God told me two days ago. Ah, Have you ever seen a great prophet prophesy something that God has told you before? And you just feel like commenting. I said, this is the exact thing God told me last week. In fact, I saw it a bit deeper than... <laughs> 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 you see, but God, what God told two people is maybe the same content. It's not the same weight. Yes. And it's not for the same purpose. Yes. For you, God is just gisting with you as a gossip partner. Just telling you. <laughs> but you don't have the way to declare it. It's not, it's, it's, it's not, he has not yet... He can't speak to you about the nations. But he has not sent you to the nations. Yes. It's not time to say, all right, the Lord gave me a word for the nations. He, might, he, he gave you he, he's talking to you. And God is what I, when did I give you the word? I, I just I'm just ah, what we are talking personally. Oh, the, ah, don't kill yourself. Oh, come back. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Has the Lord indeed spoke only through Moses? Has he not spoken through us? What? Somebody also. say also. also. It means just like Moses. Now, you must you must know those that you are not like them. Hey. I'm, I'm, God did not speak to me just the way he spoke to you. You must know. It's important to point to know, to tell your soul eternally. Yes, no, it's not like that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's different. And the Lord heard it. What does it mean? It rang an alarm in the spirit. There was an offense. And this offense, God is not going to joke with. Why? Because this offense will destroy the structure and the order of what God is doing. Am I preaching here? Yeah. Now, this is not a personal sin. This is a contamination to remove. If it's a personal sin, both of you can deal with it on the basis of forgive me, O oh Lord. But this one has not oh, forgive me, O Lord. This is an introduction of another principle Yay! into what the Lord him into the work of the Lord. Yeah. The Lord had it now. Moses was small, was very humble more than all the men who were on the face of the earth. That command you are seeing there is just telling you the source of his authority mm-hmm. that he had attained so much humility that God has to show up for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when you have learned not to show up for yourself, then God will show up for you. Are we reading here? Suddenly, the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, come out, you three. To the tabernacle of meeting. Uh, So the three came out. The Lord came down in the pillar of cloud and stood in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam, and they both went forward. (laughs) Then he said, hear now my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, make myself known to him in a vision. I speak to him in a dream, not so with my servant Moses. He is faithful in all my house. I speak with him face to face, even plainly, and not in dark sense. And he sees the form of the Lord. Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? So the, so the anger of the Lord was aroused against them and he departed. And when the cloud departed from above the tabernacle, suddenly uh, Miriam became what? Leprous. Leprous. So leprosy was waiting for God to just go. <laughs> Immediately God said, I've done wrong. leprosy. Oh, oh, thank God we are here.
1: <laughs> we are
0: here. And they, they did God the honors and the favor of not. Manifesting is so, maybe God went. Leprosy just gave her a hug. Miriam, as white as snow, then Aaron turned towards Miriam, and there she was a leper. She was a leper from prophet to leper. You see, from Miriam to prophet because of alignment, from prophet to leper because of misalignment. Let's read. So Aaron Aaron said to Moses, oh my Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Alignment. Sharp. Oh my Lord. Uh, Please do not lay this sin on us. In which we have done foolishly and in which we have sinned. Please do not let her be as one did. Whose flesh is half consumed when he comes out of his mother's womb. And Moses cried out to the Lord, saying, Please heal her, O God, I pray. The Lord said to Moses, If her father had put spit in her face, would she not be shamed seven days? Let her be shot out of the camp seven days. After she may, receive, may be received again. So Miriam was shot out of the camp seven days, and the people did not journey. till Miriam was brought in again. And afterwards, the people moved from Hazeroth and came to the wilderness of Paran. Are you with me, friends? Yes, sir. I just laid the foundation for this week for us. (laughs) And I want you to know that God is doing something powerful. And his hand is coming upon you. His grace is coming upon you. But as you are having those encounters, be strong in humility. Be strong in meekness. And know that we are whatever we are because of the grace of God. We'll take five minutes, not more than five minutes or three. We'll just pray again. And um, just trust God. And then I will just say last prayer. And then we'll make the announcement. And we'll go and rest. Can we just minister to the Lord? Pray to the Can you pray in other tongues? Pray in other tongues. Yeah. Pray in other tongues. Pray in other tongues. Aradiela Bashaka Telaburu kamele see Kadima. Ah, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. yes Jesus. Consecrate yourself to the Lord. Commit yourself to Him. You have three minutes to talk to the Lord. Asha Tologedila Bia Sikarabina Sound the alarm in Zion
1: Sound in Zion
0: The hand of the Lord is coming strong on three of you. Hosanna in the city
2: in the city
0: just talk to the Lord. Yes, Lord. I ask that the hand of the Lord will be mighty upon you. I ask that the spirit of God will take over your heart. I ask that the glory of Jesus will take over your space completely. Let that glory flood your soul. Let it flood your heart. Be another man. Amen. Let a transformation that is supernatural happen to you. Amen. The depths of God you couldn't see, you shall now see. Amen. Divine perceptions you couldn't have, you shall not have. Amen. The wisdom of God you couldn't know, you shall now know. Amen. The words of the Lord you couldn't hear, you shall now hear. Amen. You are blessed. When you sleep, you will have encounters with the Lord. When you wake, you will have encounters with the Lord. The burdens of the Lord are transferred and planted into your soul. You shall know who you are as the Lord reveals. In the name of Jesus. I dare call you blessed. I call you chosen. And I call you saints. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Hallelujah.